Hey, I'm Bruce Weinstein. And I'm Mark Scarborough. And I'm air frying. You're air frying. We're air frying. Everybody's air frying. Well, we are air frying a lot because it is one of the newest popular fun, delicious ways of cooking. New, popular. Yay. We like new and popular. We tend to write books about (laughs) new and popular. Right. Not about old and crusty. And so we... (laughs) Which is about what my face looks like. Go ahead. Stop it. So we have a book coming out on the new and popular air fryer. We do. And that's coming out in a couple of weeks. Can I talk about other parts of my body that are old and crusty? Uh, no, let's go back to air fryers. Okay. Because they're still new. Oh, And they're rats. still fresh well, and See, lovely. I have this thing I want to pick off. Oh, that is so <laughs> disgusting. I mean, that is beyond disgusting. <laughs> if you missed the episode about air frying 101 mm, a couple weeks right? ago, well, yeah. we're gonna, well, we could do a dermatology 101. Oh, we could. See, um... I have been made fun of recently by some people in my life because um, the dog did not bite me. My hand went across the dog's teeth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lovely. And it did not bite me. But I raked my hand. And so I have this scab and it just needs to come off. Well, anyway, so I'm going to skip that part. And we're just going to talk about air fryers. If you missed the episode that we did a few weeks ago where we talked about what air frying is, I'm going to give you like the 20 second version uh, quickly because I know we want to move forward. One, so it's two, like a medium three, sized microwave four, sitting on your counter five, that has super six, heated air blowing seven, around like a convection eight, fan nine, around your food. Ten, and your food gets super 11, rich and crusty 12, and crunchy 13, because you put a little bit of oil on it. And so it fries like 16, that. Okay. Oh, 16, 16 seconds. seconds. Okay. That's, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. So, and I've been hanging out a lot in the air fryer chat rooms um, on social media places because I want to know what other people are doing. I mean, I know we're not the only ones air frying. No, right? we're not. We're not the only one. They're all kind of mistakes. And um, we did some of these mistakes, right? As, uh, early yeah. on when we first got air fryers, I, I know one particular that we did. And uh, so it's, 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 uh, this is kind of what you need to avoid when you're making, using your air fryer, um, you know, uh, to make better food. Yeah, right? sure. Okay. So, uh, you know, you should always want to make better food, right? I always want to make better food. And that's the one thing people keep saying on social media. It's yeah. like, how come everything I'm making doesn't come and out let me the way tell I you, want it to? And let me tell you how to get better food. If you're not the cook in your house and you're listening to this this podcast, there is a way to get better food. Do you know what it is? Tell me. Oh, withhold approval for better results. Oh, excellent. If you, you just withhold your approval from the cook, you might get better results. You also may get food thrown over <laughs> your head. So um, that's... Over my head, I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't touch the crusty bits. All right, go uh, on. Okay, the number one common mistake in using your air fryer is forgetting to heat your air fryer ahead of time. Oh, there's a big one. And there are a lot of recipes out there in which you put the food in and then you set it to go. But we actually think that there are some problems with that. I do. I think you want to put the food into a hot air fryer to get the best results for a number of reasons. The most important one is that the super hot air will set whatever coating you have on that food so it sticks, it doesn't blow off or blow around, and then the food doesn't have to warm up from a cold space. Well, and also, food in a cold oven. Right, and also you're going to get better caramelization, such as it is. You're going to get better, uh, well, getting fancy, but you're going to get better sugar degradation and all of that, which makes for tastier food if it's hot, rather than if it just starts to kind of melt and ooze for a while before it gets hot. Melty? Oozy mm, food. We're back to I pieces like, of my body. I like crispy, cr- <laughs> I like crispy, crunchy food, not <laughs> oozy food. Look, um, you wouldn't put 
a cold pork chop in a cold oven. You'd put a cold pork chop in a hot oven. So why would you put a cold pork chop in a cold air fryer? Yeah, it's a thing. Just put it in the hot one. Trust me, your stuff will come out better. That's right. And I think that, that, let me just say that if you're using most recipes and it doesn't say to heat your air fryer and you follow our advice and heat it and then put something in, you're going to find the timing is slightly off. Your food is actually going to cook just slightly faster. Yeah, save a minute or two at Correct. So just keep your eye on it. Okay. okay, number two, most people do not leave any room between their pieces of chicken or fish. They overcrowd their basket yep. and things don't cook properly. Well, now, wait, on our channel, our YouTube channel, Cooking with Bruce and Mark, there are plenty of recipes in which the basket is really full. Like uh, you have a Chicken 65 recipe, right? right? That's up mm-hmm. there on the Indian classic mm-hmm. just Chicken 65. And that basket is really full, but that's because it's repeatedly, and I mean repeatedly, tossed around in the basket. Mm-hmm. Everything, you take the basket out, you toss it around, you put it back, you take it out, toss it around, put it back. Anytime you have small bits of food that are not coated with a delicate breading or a coating that could flake off. I feel like we're back to pieces of my body again. Go ahead. <laughs> Anytime you have, like, so the chicken wow. chicken 65 is coated in oil and spices. You could toss it around and nothing's going to come flying off it. Right. But if you, say you put two beautiful little sole fillets and they are coated in breadcrumbs or panko. Right, right, right. Um, you can't toss those around. I mean, it's just not going to work. You're going to destroy them. So you have to... Nor should you flip them. No. So you want to keep them flat, and you have to make sure that they're not touching and they're not overlapping so that the air can circulate all around that breadcrumbs and make a nice crispiness. Yeah, yeah. And you notice that I've used the proper New York expression because I uh, lived in New York for a long time with Bruce, and I know how to start sentences now. How did you start it? Nor. Nor. Nor should you turn it. Nor should you turn it. Nor. There is one exception to turning. We're actually going to get to that in a future podcast. Oh, nor. Nor should we miss it. Nor should we miss that. Okay, okay, fine. The third one. And this is the one that I think that we mistook on is that uh, you're not using enough oil, especially on coated fillets and cutlets and all that stuff that we just talked about. Now, how do you know you didn't use enough? Let me what, ask you that. Well, you don't use enough because A, the coating falls apart mm-hmm. in the air fryer, or B, the coating burns faster than the cook the cut is done, and C, worst of all to me, the coating gets soggy because the the, there is no fat with it that doesn't allow the outside of the meat to caramelize a bit and get superheated. Those are all problems of not using oil. Now, it is true. You do not need to use much oil in an air fryer. A spritz will do, right? Yep. I like to use a spray bottle that I fill myself with oil. And it's a light spraying will do. But you have to make sure you don't spray it while the food's in the machine because then you get too much oil yeah. spraying in the machine. And you don't want to use too much, but you must use some. People think that air frying is a completely fat-free frying experience. No, it's not. It's an extremely low-fat frying experience, but you must use a little bit of oil to coat to give a nice crispy um, outside. That's right. Now, if you use um, fish fillets, let's say, you know, coated fish sticks right out of a freezer bag into your air fryer, those you don't have to necessarily coat with spray because that coating generally already has fat inside of it. And it may already be sprayed so that when right. it goes in your oven, it gets crispy. Right. The same thing happens like if you have frozen French fries, if they're seasoned, there'll be some kind of fat on them and you don't need to or, add any. But if they're not seasoned, if they're just plain potatoes, you want to give them a spritz. Or onion rings, right? Frozen onion rings don't need to be sprayed. No, those can go right in and they get crispy because those 
the the bread coating and all those things already have a whole okay. bit of so fat on it. I'm pushing on. So I'm going to skip one and I'm going to go to the one because I just, and this is the one I know so much about, Okay, is that is people who spray the oil directly into the air fryer. We've established that you have to spritz the oil just a little bit. But the reason I want to go here and skip over one, we'll come back to the other mm-hmm. one in a minute, is because this is the mistake we made. When we first had an air fryer, um, we put the food in, we'd coat it up, we'd make it however we wanted to, and then we'd put it in the drawer, lay the nice piece of chicken in the drawer, spritz it, and close it. Yep. This caused the air fryer to smoke like a banshee. Because when we did that, not only did we spray the chicken, but that right. spray, even a very, very, very fine mist, landed on the heating coils, landed uh, on the fan blades, mess. it lands on the inside walls of your air fryer. So that's why you need to only spray the food. And part of this whole mistake Mark is talking about yeah. is about cleaning your air fryer. Yeah, you got to make sure that you keep it clean. And one of the ways is not to spray the oil right in there. And the other is, well, when you take your food out of there, don't just don't give your air fryer a wipe. There you go. You got to put the pieces that are meant to be cleaned in the sink with some soap and some hot water and yep. clean them. Because even those little bit layers of fat will build up and then you will eventually have smoke. And let me also say something. And this is a little controversial. Um, some manufacturers hold to this and some don't. There's some evidence that suggests this. And some people claim the evidence is inconclusive. But spraying, even spritzing. And we don't, by the way, recommend using aerosol sprays. Bruce went out to the dollar store and bought little dollar bottles of spray, spritz, right? Spritzer yep. bottles. Yep. And and he labeled one olive oil and one vegetable and he filled it with his own olive oil and vegetable oil and he uses that as a spritzer but there is some evidence to suggest that spritzing directly into the air fryer over time degrades the non-stick coating this is generally has to do with the propellants in aerosol sprays and mark is referring to the non-stick coating that is on some air fryer yep. shelves and baskets they don't all have it but nope. some have it and so best to avoid using those I think in almost all the big brands do, right? Almost all the big brands have non-stick coating. I know a couple in my head that I'm saying <laughs> that do not. But I think yeah, all the big ba- brands, the basket is non-stick if it's a, coated. If it's just a wire basket, then it probably doesn't have Probably it. not. If it's a metal basket that has slits in it, then it does probably right. have a non-stick coating. And there is some suggestion that the propellants in aerosol sprays will degrade the non-stick coating over time. And furthermore, if you spritz even spritz bottles like Bruce used, is from the dollar store of oil on you know just a little spray on the the food in the basket as he said it's not, it's not just going to go in the basket it's going to go up on the fan blades yeah. it's going to go everywhere go, that propellant puts it everywhere it's, oh it's ridiculous okay so now the one mark skipped over is yeah. that one of the things people do wrong is they try and use a batter instead of a dryer I skipped this because i hate it well cuz i like batter but you if you're going to batter, I you know. must deep fry. There's really no way around it. Because think about it. You dip a piece of chicken in a batter, or you dip a corn dog or hot dog in a batter, and then you lay it in the basket, and all that batter drips through the basket and blows off with the hot fan. So you can't. Now, I I'm, will you know say what? there is one exception Yeah, to well, let me just, I can think of several exceptions, and uh, we have a video of about an exception. We do. And that is, I have figured out a way to do a pseudo batter for a chicken fried steak, and we are going there to do a whole podcast episode about that. So we're not going to get into it now, but know that there is some way to sort of create a pseudo batter and make it work. And if you keep listening, you'll find the secret yeah. out to that. Well, in general, you're right. Batters drip, batters fall. Um, the thing about a batter is that it hits 
450, 500 degree hot oil and it instantly crisps and instantly starts to desiccate. And so it holds onto the fish filet or whatever. That said, if you're going to use a batter, and again, we don't recommend using it, but if you're going to make something with a batter on it, then it is really important that you heat the machine up. So at least the machine is as hot as possible. It's still gonna make a mess, but <laughs> at least it's better. It is better. There is one other thing that people do wrong with their air fryers, and it's so easy to fix. Well, they don't really do it wrong. It's just that they all they use it for is French fries. It, <laughs> well, it does make really good French I fries. I can make. Actually, I find the French fries some of the most complicated things. Unless you're using a bag of frozen coated French fries, I actually find the French fries to make good ones, our recipe is pretty complicated. Yeah, because fresh potatoes require a multiple cooking, and you got to make sure they're yeah. all dry before you put them in. But I guarantee you that what, as you said, what most people are doing are oh grabbing the bag of frozen fries out of the freezer and Absolutely. putting them in their air fryer. And why is that a mistake? That's not a mistake, but it's limiting. There is so much more you can do in your air fryer. That's right. You can make fried pies. You can make ham pies. You can make an equivalent of deep fried Snickers bars. You could make coconut shrimp. You can make beer battered cod. You can even make Too chicken battered. fried steak. Battered. Yeah. But you're going to have to catch a future... Uh, podcast to figure that out. You can make all kinds of crunchy, delicious food in the air fryer. You can even make a pretty fine strip steak, right? You can. You could do strip steak. You could do carne asada. In fact, on the next pod episode of the podcast, we're going to be doing carne asada and chicken fried steak. Yeah. So, I mean, there's all these things that you can make with it. You can make really fine spice nuts. You can make great coated, you know, spicy coated pretzel nuggets. Yum. You can make sweet chili nuts. Yum. I love You nuts. can make all of that. You can even make, what are those things, those rice balls that are from Brazil, the tapioca flour? The tapioca, tapioca flour buns with cheese. And they are, our editor and publisher, Michael, said, figure out a way to put that in there, boys. And boy, did we ever. And they were delicious. They were delicious. You can make arancini in the air fryer. In case you don't know, that's the um, little rice balls that are made with arborio rice. Right. And we stuff them. One version we stuff with cheese and one version we stuff with meatballs. You can make one of my favorite things, which is to shred up Brussels sprouts. Literally cut them really thin or just buy shredded Brussels sprouts in the bags at the store. And then you put them in a bowl, spritz them with olive oil, put a little garlic powder, a little salt on it, put them in the basket, toss it several times. I mean, you make these really crunchy Brussels sprouts threads mm, with it oh my goodness just pile those on a hamburger with right. some chutney right well that sounds so delicious so there are a thousand things you can do with your air fryer our new book gives you over 300 of them and it goes on sale in a couple weeks in the meantime we're going to continue giving you some recipes here on cooking with bruce and mark and there are going to be plenty of videos of my doing air frying stuff on our youtube channel called cooking with bruce and mark and let me just also say that while uh that was a nice commercial for our book thank you very much you can also join us on social media we have a facebook group on air frying uh you can look that group up what's it called again the essential air fryer the essential air fryer you can join that group uh people are posting videos it's not just us people no. are posting videos we welcome bloggers and vloggers. If you find a recipe somewhere out on a blog you want to post it, please post it in that group. We're looking for recipes. We're looking for commentary on air fryers, not just the stuff that we do. And we're there actually to answer a million questions. So please um, join us in social media. Ask your questions. Email us if you want through our website, bruceandmark.com. And subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode of Cooking with Bruce and Mark.